Long walk, teeny talks. Long walk, teeny talks. Long walk, teeny talks. Long walk, teeny talks. Yeah! Welcome back to Long Walk Teeny Talks. My name is David Hensley. I am the owner and creative director of Long Walk Productions, and I am joined, as always, by my beautiful wife and co-host, Katie Bearden. Hey, everybody. There's only 80 days uh, until Halloween. So and there will be at, at the point of this uh, recording. Yes, <laughs> and there will be less than that by the time that it is released online. Hooray! Uh, so, Katie... What are we talking about in this teeny talk? As much as I would love to continue talking about Halloween okay. until Halloween is over and then we could talk about next Halloween, I thought it might be interesting and um, somewhat current to talk about strange or unusual competitions or competitive sports. Sports. Um, we just finished up with the 2020 Tokyo Olympics, which actually happened in 2021. In case you're listening to this in the future and you're like, what the hell? Yeah. Um, in case you found this in a time capsule and we've all been obliterated off the earth. In case uh, you're a cockroach, but you've, you're listening <laughs> to a podcast. Or a... Um, Sentient, sentient Twinkie. Damn it, yes. Uh, if you're a sentient Twinkie and you're listening to a podcast in the year 2531, I want you to know that the 2020 Olympics actually happened in 2021. Yeah, let it be known when it's written on, on Sanskrit and stone and, and everything else has blown up. Um, but yeah, just, I, I ran across this little, um, I guess it was a promotional video or a sizzle reel that was questioning whether or not esports should be considered an Olympic sport because it is one of the many, many, many quickly developing multi-billion dollar industries out there. So I thought that would be interesting to talk about and maybe other competitions that uh, have either entered the Olympic arena or we just find competitive and is kind of stupid. Like we, we put so much pressure on people to excel in whatever they just try to do. Like American Ninja Warrior, can you, can you bounce off of these astronomically hard obstacles to elevate yourself to only do it again in another city on another obstacle course to hopefully get bragging rights like I, i'm not even sure what the ultimate goal is can you jump between these things and then throw yourself off of this other thing so you can swing from this thing and fall on top of that thing mm -hmm. yeah but for so long it's been about like physical ability and i just think it's very interesting that now we're taking into account people's cognitive ability abilities too mm -hmm. which i think is really important do i think it should be an olympic sport no i don't think so but at the same time like curling is an olympic sport but there's still physical activity to yeah, that yeah. and there's still like aerodynamics that play a part in it like if if I'm sorry, curling is just such an easy target. It is. It is. And, you know, it, only because we didn't grow up playing it or it being impressed upon us to learn how to play it. Um, so I, I think the incorporation of like skateboarding and surfing and uh, competitive rock climbing this Olympics was very, very cool. And I think Taekwondo was also, or karate was 
um, incorporated too, all physical activities, and then you throw esports in there just on the ballot, I'm just a little, I don't know, it just kind of leaves a question mark in my mind. Not that there's not a place for it, but at the same time, I think the Olympics have made it very abundantly clear that they are into physical exasperation of the human body right <laughs> for a piece of <clears throat> um metal around your neck yeah and i mean we did um a while back we watched uh, a show on netflix about like the history of competitive gaming mm-hmm. and you know people training for that which you know i think of people training for a video game and i think of them chugging monster energy drinks and playing for hours on end but like no they have they have coaches and they have strategy and it's more than what you, uh, let me rephrase this. It's more than what somebody like me who grew up playing Mario would think of in terms of competitive gaming. Um, but that's to say nothing of like reality TV competitions like the oh one you brought up right before we started recording. Yeah. Let me preface by saying that we are not sponsored by Netflix and here's why. Um, so this isn't even really a competition show um, because I grew up in the era of real world versus road rules and survivor and the greatest or the amazing race. Um, and so like to put a competitive nature on this kind of show is a far stretch and i mean far far but i have recently started watching this program this program on netflix called sexy beasts and the only competitive part of this is that everybody is so completely vapid on this show that they have to choose somebody. But the premise of the show is you should select people um, to date apart from their appearance. Mm-hmm. So each person is made up as a different animal or creature or something otherworldly. Something otherworldly. Like there's aliens and, and statues and panda bears and uh beavers at some points and they're all made up in special effects makeup which is really cool and it it, i mean the makeup on this show is astronomically good so kudos to whoever is putting the makeup on these schmoes but you whittle it all down and it's still one candidate three competitors all going on a blind date blind quote unquote with this person and they kind of you know, go through the rigmarole of like going to a couple of different locations and making it super dramatic, like when when one of them's kicked off and whatever. And it's just so hysterical to me because like there's this dude made up as a beaver and he's like, I'm sorry, Anastasia, you're not the one for me. And Anastasia's sitting over there dressed up as like a fucking flower or something. She's like, it's okay, Donald. You don't know what you're missing, you know, kind of thing. And like they, they take all their makeup off and you see that nobody on this show is ugly. Right. Nobody on this show is just, you know, has a real life hoof growing out of their head or anything like that. You know, it's not anything that's just like all of these people are gorgeous. So, of course, whenever they take their makeup off, they're like, oh, no, I made the wrong choice. And I mean, it's so stupid. 
So that is what we have come down to as far as like competitions for love, competitions for, you know, vying for somebody's affections, competitions for money. Like I just. The Bachelor, the Bachelorette, yes. 90 Day Fiance. Yes. My Pitch on Long Walk Talks, uh, 90 Day Furiance. <laughs> Uh, With we, the Fast and the Furious movies? Yeah, the Fast and the 90 Day Furiance. Oh, I I'm see. I'm still trying to make this happen. No one will, in Hollywood will call well, me back. Well, how is that possible when most of the time in the Fast and the Furious movies, whenever anybody is racing, the woman is like, or the the female, you know, character that's like, and when you win, you get me. You right. know, like, that's, uh, you know, actually, Brenda, I'd rather have twenty thousand dollars right yeah know? or the pink slips to your car exactly or. exactly <laughs> I'll, I'll take you to baskin robbins afterwards in my new car i'll get you all 31 flavors honey um so <laughs> um so yeah that's kind of where i'm at in the whole grand scheme of things i like a good competition show though i've consumed over being in our house for the last year and a half now, I've consumed so much content with competitive shows. I love a good competition show. Forged in Fire. Mm-hmm. Blown Away. The Big Flower Fight. Can nailed I, it. I Nailed it. Love nailed it. The Big Flower Fight. I really, really hope that they bring that back. Y'all, it is just a competitive show about flower arrangements and it is so pretty and everybody on the show is really nice and like they're competitive but they're still like genuinely good people to a point to where they still work with each other today i follow a lot of them on the insta and they're really nice and they're still like making flower arrangements apart from the show so it wasn't just all scripted bullshit you know and then like it it wasn't even like a a monetary prize that they got. They had their flower sculptures featured in a museum or something like that. And the same thing with Blown Away. Like, it's a glass blowing competition. Just so many different artistic elements that don't necessarily have to be physical in nature as, as far as, like, a sporting event. Still very physical as, like, expelling energy, for sure. But then you created something so cool like that to me i netflix has my number whenever like the algorithm is like well you watch people make swords and glass and flowers would you like them to watch uh, or would you like to watch i don't know me people make pork badly i don't know like it's just would you like to watch idiots and makeup go on blind dates <laughs> yeah, you know not, what netflix i think i would you know i'm not really sure how i got to that pathway but um i i'm not sorry about it and it's really really funny yeah. and you know after all the uh the craziness uh that 2020 and 2021 has brought upon us then you know if i can get a little levity about somebody trying to make out dressed as a panda making out with somebody dressed as a beaver i'm gonna go for it it was funny when we first started dating we watched a lot because neither one of us had cable so we would watch a lot of american ninja warrior and there was always that point like when they're first starting off and we're like you know what i could do that and then halfway into it we're like fuck i can't do that well you're you're a fucking psychopath no and that's that's just like all of america watching the olympics like from our couches and being like come on cement like first of all let's be very clear and upfront. Simone did exactly what she needed to do to take care of herself. And then she was like, you know what? I'm good and still meddled. Uh So everybody else shoving potato chips down their throat and sitting on their couch. 
can suck it. Exactly. So, sitting here in the studio with us tonight Eat is potato chips. Is co-host of both Long Walk Talks and This Is a Work, Chris Barnes, who, when Katie and I were discussing this topic, brought up one of my hates. And the listeners of this podcast know, and people who know me in real life know, the things that I love, I love hard. I really do. But the things that I hate, I hate equally hard. Spoken like a true cancer zodiac sign. Yeah. Chris brought up Quidditch. In my defense, I also brought up extreme ironing. Well, I didn't know extreme ironing was a thing. And you know what? I could probably... I could get behind that more than I could get behind Quidditch. So I became aware of this <laughs> a few years after I graduated from college, which was in 2008. And I re- discovered through reading an article in my college's local newspaper that my alma mater had a Quidditch team. And I was like, the hell you say? How the f- fuck does that work you went to a liberal arts school i know (laughs) what do you think was going to happen i don't think there's anyone out there especially anyone listening to this show who doesn't know what quidditch is but it is a fictional sport from the harry potter series in which wizards fly around on broomsticks trying to play flying soccer basically with a magical flying bug running around that one person from each team is trying to catch and if they catch that thing the game is immediately over did i leave anything out that's the basics of quidditch right well don't they throw a a ball into a hole or something yeah yeah it's like it's like magic flying lacrosse more than soccer also the bludgers the things that actively hit people oh yeah yeah so you just combine the whole bunch of sports into flying around on broomsticks catching a, a snitch a snitch a snitch i even know that so people have started playing this sport in real life but bef- if you are out there and you're going no they haven't you're right they haven't because flying around on broomsticks doesn't exist yet neither does snitches the ones that do exist get stitches but in the version of Quidditch that non-magical people play, you run around with a broomstick between your leg legs, which just seems to just me... Just between your leg. Just between your leg. I'm sorry, but <laughs> running around with a broomstick between your legs just seems like a really fast way to get to the fucking ER. And then one person from each team is designated as the snitch and they have to run around while the people who are designated to catch them have to just chase them all around over the course of the entire game. And I don't know how long an actual match of Quidditch goes for because it doesn't exist. So let me let me play devil's advocate here. Please. Um, so how is that any different than freeze tag? Uh, it's not, but freeze tag is freeze tag and doesn't involve running around with uh, broomsticks between your legs. But it could. It could. <laughs> if we're going to do that, let's call it something not Harry Potter related. Let's call it idiots on broomsticks chasing people. Also, um, how do you feel about LARPing then? LARPing, people know exactly what they're doing. I think 
I don't think people just take a bunch of acid and go play Quidditch either. I think like, I, I'm I think 100% they sure that very, does happen, but very, very aware that they are playing Quidditch and they are very aware that they are on the ground and they are not flying in the air. Right. Right. I understand that. I'm just saying, if you're going to try to defictionalize anything, I say, let's defictionalize the running man. Let's make that happen. Let's bring some Stephen King Tom fuckery to life. I'm, I'm, I'm confused now. I just I I don't know where the line is because you know what I don't either. Honestly, it's why, just why the is, mere concept why, of it. Is it because it's it's within your realm of pop culture? It is within the last twenty years that you had absorbed that content, right? I, and now that it's a quote unquote sport, it doesn't seem real to you. I think it's because I had more questions than there were answers for. Because when I read this, I asked somebody about it, and I was like, so in Harry Potter Quidditch, the wizards fly. Yeah. And what do you do? We run with broomsticks. Yeah. Around the field. Yeah. But in in Harry Potter, Potter, there's a magical bug called a snitch that flies around. Yeah. So what do you do? We have a person running around. Oh, that's Todd. <laughs> well, what 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 did what did they call in Harry Potter the people whose whole job Harry was one? Uh, the, sneaky Whizzleteats. Yeah, let's go with that. Chris, what do you got? What's uh, what was uh, Harry called? A catcher? Uh, I don't. A oh, a seeker. Oh, I definitely <clears throat> like sneaky whistleteats better. Yeah, a, a sneaky <laughs> whistleteats catcher seeker. In uh, Harry Potter, they have those. Do you have one of those? Yeah, and he just runs around trying to catch the snitch the entire time. Yeah, I just don't know what why why this is any different than LARPing. Like it, it is LARPing. It's live action role playing. Like it's different but do they have like, larping competitions like can you win at larping maybe I, I, that's that's the whole premise of this podcast it's like you can put a competitive element on anything unless you can just say hey we're gonna larp this saturday and whoever wins the red team or the blue team is going to get a trophy that makes it a competition okay yeah and i mean also um uh, uh, spoiler alert for the people in them uh but i mean there's also like civil war reenactments exactly you, but you go into that knowing if you're going to win or lose at least i hope you do um <laughs> what if you didn't what if you're like we're gonna get them this today guys what do you mean the confederacy loses <laughs> you're like where's my costume it's all great yeah <laughs> uh-oh <laughs> i you know honestly you're right i don't know where i draw the yeah, line i just don't like i understand why why some things are just different for you as far as like being competitions but like i i really don't think you can cast any stones can i no am i yes sure um, but yes, the, those are my very hard opinions on Quidditch. Chris is raising his hand. I'm going to turn the mic around. You have 30 oh, seconds, God. Chris. No, that's fine. I just, I just wanted to say your running man idea is feasible because that's basically American gladiators, but you're allowed, but the gladiators are allowed to kill the contestants. I loved American gladiators. <laughs> I loved American gladiators. Work, now see, we weren't I, ready. 
What I want to see is not the 80s Arnold Schwarzenegger running man brought to life. Because, yeah, you're right. In that instance, it was just American gladiators, but the gladiators could kill each other. I want to see the book uh, running man brought to life in which one just person. Just like the book running around killing people? <laughs> yes. Um, I want to see the it's book's competi- version of the competition in which a, a random person is just set loose in america and all they have to do is avoid a bunch of bounty hunters for 14 days oh i know who that was what donald j trump oh well mm. <laughs> unfortunately the shots bounty, fired yeah the bounty hunters That's uh just a pre-purge. never mind you want a pre-purge oh uh, well sort of like by the time we reach the world uh, that the running man is set in yeah i mean it's like anything else it's like the hunger games it's like the lottery it's like battle royale like wow shit's got fucked up uh televised murder is now a form of entertainment oh my oh yeah yeah that sounds like black mirror it really is yeah like the the book is one of the bleakest most nihilistic things i've ever read right there alongside the long walk which, you know, I named my production company after, if that tells you anything about me personally. Uh, but yeah, like it, that, that books and uh, movies, you know, like Battle Royale, The Running Man, The Long Walk, all the ones I just named, Hunger Games, whatever. It, they're all based on competition. It's the, the most dangerous game taken to its logical conclusion mm-hmm. because now instead of rich weirdos hunting people in the woods for sport now it's televised for mm-hmm. entertainment purposes and it, they're in the hunger games respect it is sustainability for your colony too mm-hmm. like if you win so those are the new stakes like yeah. the stakes now that we have in pop culture is money or affection, mm-hmm. or a second date, or whatever. Well, it's all just bread and circuses. Mm-hmm. You know, let's keep people entertained so they don't rise up and overthrow the government. Wow. That's, honestly, I mean, that's what all of this shit is. We're just, we're keeping people entertained. Oh my god. <laughs> this took a hard turn. I, I'm I sorry. Wanted... <laughs> it's okay. You, like you didn't expect a hard left turn out of me of right. all people, but it, no, honestly, like it's it's the Roman gladiatorial games. Mm-hmm. When things got hairy, they put on a, a circus. Yeah, and let's had distract a bunch people. Of, yeah, had a bunch of free free games and yeah. killed people in the process. Anyway, yeah, looting on Friday, the Patriots play on Sunday. So can we let these babies play Quidditch out in the yard? You know what? Fine. <laughs> If it keeps the babies from killing each other or themselves, if it makes them happy, then yes. Because, I mean, amateur sports and professional sports keep a lot of revenue generating through this country, unfortunately. So, um... I just... I. I feel bad for the parent of any Quidditch player who gets the phone call from the doctor. I'm sorry, Mr. Jones, your son took a broomstick through the sternum. I was not thinking that that was where you were going with that. I mean, you could go a lot darker with it. Sure. He uh, tripped and got a broomstick up to... his ass. Yeah, okay. I'm sorry. Right, there, it the snitch there it is. There it is. There it is. Okay. And, and, and sometimes the snitches get stitches. All right. So. Cool. This topic went to a different place than I anticipated. I'm so sorry. Competitions, they're fun and healthy. 
more at six. Katie, <laughs> if people want to reach out to you online, where can they do that? Um, I don't want to disclose that information after everything that was just said. So, um, yeah, I'm 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 good. No, you don't <laughs> want people following you online. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm good. If you go back into the back episodes, then you'll find my uh, my handle. But uh, that I'll leave that to the internet sleuthers. But I'm I'm golden. I'm gonna be over here. I am so sorry, listeners and Katie and Chris. Uh, if you want to keep up with Long Walk Productions, you can visit us online at longwalk.us. Our Facebook uh, pages are temporarily or possibly permanently disabled at this time. By the man. To see more of our original work or to listen to past episodes that are no longer streaming, you can follow the YouTube links in the show notes. So as always, thank you very much for listening to the show. And if you enjoy the show or any of the shows on our network, please make sure to leave us a rating and a review on whatever platform you are listening on. Stay tuned.